Welcome back to Supporting Local with Karis. I'm Karis Saunders and today we're chatting to Zara from the Safe Yard. Zara is so passionate about helping people feel safe while being free. She provides UK legal safety and self-defense products and it is something a wee bit different but it is something so, so important. And today we spoke about building a community up, some of her controversial products and also sharing some of our horror stories. So this is a slight warning this may be slightly sensitive. I think it should be fine. There's nothing obviously too graphic or too horrible, but I think it is just very important to raise awareness. And hopefully you have never gone through anything like this and you wouldn't need any self-defense products, but it is so important to have them because just in case, you never know. Hopefully you will never have to use them, but you never know. Do you know what I mean? So let's go chat to Zara. My name is Zara Campbell. I am 21 years old and I'm the founder of The Safe Yard. I am currently um, a student at Ulster University studying a degree in occupational therapy. The motivation behind starting up The Safe Yard was purely my own experiences of sexual harassment whenever I moved away from home to study. I delved deep into research and couldn't find anything out there that could help me personally. So I thought, delved deep into the research then and found out there was lots of other women and men just like me um, who had the same fears and the same anxieties about leaving home after experiencing certain horrific things, you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to be the one to provide that for them. And that's where it all came from. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that you kind of thought like, I'm going to be the one because isn't it? Now this could be wrong and I really hope it is wrong. But isn't it like 97% of women have had like sexual harassment yeah you're spot on there it's like it's like one in three or like one in two or something the most recent statistics have given yeah it's like it's absolutely heartbreaking and I think it's almost quite sad but you kind of just assume it's normal not that of course it is but you know because it it shouldn't yeah I know it's crazy and I feel like starting up the business for me it's so much more than just providing the products like I want to do what I can to help stop it there's many different opinions of me providing the products to people like it's very low profit so it's coming from a good place in my heart it's not necessarily you know the most profitable business in the whole world but it's there for a reason and it's going to be so much more than the product someday I hope absolutely so how talk to me about your products and how did you come up with them and kind of get the ball rolling first off the first product I actually came across but it's the last one I've actually got is the criminal identifying spray so there was kind of a bit of a legality around that because here in Northern Ireland the UK pepper spray is not legal so whenever I first had my experiences me and my mom went online like searching and searching what can I carry to help myself feel safe and we came across this UK legal criminal identifying spray so what this technically is I always explain it imagine if you were robbing a bank so you open a safe and do you know that red dye you see in some of the movies? It kind of sprays in your face. It stains yeah. the skin. Then, So this spray does the exact same thing. There's nothing toxic in it to harm anyone, any of the attackers that would have it deterred on them, but it does stain their skin for up to a week so they can be identified by the authorities. Oh, wow. So this was the first product I found, but it took me a long time to actually get it in stock. So that was the first one I personally started to use. Um, and that's one of my favorite products that I now supply. So there's that, the criminal identifying spray. So you can spray it and I think it goes up to three meters. Wow. Something really, really vast anyway. 
it's amazing in terms of you know you can just hold it in your pocket and it just provides that sense of reassurance yeah. you know what I mean not that it's going to harm anyone else but it can deter attacker give you time to run and obviously they can be identified so there's that and then the drink spiking tests so they're just we test you put a dab of your drink on each of them um, and our suppliers check your drink are amazing 99.8 percent reliability in terms of their drug testing they have all the documents that they provide it and then we have got the safeguards so yes. Like I say, in Northern Ireland, in the UK, there's a lot of legal issues in terms of what you can can carry with intent to harm someone else. So on the keychains, you might see all those fancy ones on TikTok from America and stuff. And they have these like kitty knuckles and obviously the pepper sprays and stuff like that. We, we can't carry that here. So I came across just anything. It's kind of like sensory tools. So an alarm and a whistle are the only two safety items on there. But it's the fact of having it on a discreet keychain that makes it so appealing, especially to women. Yeah. Because you don't want to be seen carrying around. Well, a lot of people don't. I'm not speaking for like everyone here, yeah. but the vast majority of women I've spoke to anyway don't want to carry a rape alarm on their keys or on their backpack. They would rather it's something, you know, that's kind of disguised. Yeah, it's subtle. Yes, it's something subtle. So that's what the safeguards are. They're a keychain with those sensory devices on it, disguised by a fluffy pom-pom, a lip balm holder and a hand sanitizer holder. Lastly, we have our safe lock. So that's basically an additional lock you can put on your door jam okay. um, to prevent any unwanted entry. So for example, if you're living in student accommodation or staying at a hotel, if someone has a master key, they can't get past this if you have it on the inside of your door. That's so cool. And yes, I love your safe yards because it's, as you say, it's like a subtle way, like you feel confident, you feel kind of reassured if anything did happen. Like it's pretty, do you know, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Like you'll happily be like, yeah, I'll put this on my keys. Like, and hopefully I never have to properly use it apart from like the lip balm holder. Do you know what I mean? Huh? You're right. Um, so as you kind of said, do you have any plans for future products? Because you feel like you've started to be expanding. And I love that kind of the first one you wanted to do was actually the last one, just the way it all worked yeah. out. Yeah. So we actually have one in the works at the minute. It's launching, I would say, in the next three weeks. All being well, fingers Amazing. crossed, with delay and everything else. So our products at the minute, the majority, three of them were kind of outsourced. So this one is actually my own product that I've got developed myself. Amazing. So I'm really excited about it. So it's branded and everything else. I, what I can say is it is to help prevent um, drink spiking. So we have the strips at the minute that can detect it, but this is a prevention measure. It's very exciting. I don't want to say too much, but that's like fine, if you don't worry. socials, it will be like everywhere very soon. I'm so excited. Um, so that's an idea for a future product. Um, but the future of the CFR, as I said, it's going to be so much more than the products. And we have lots of works going on at the minute that can, you know, take us away from the products, not completely, but you know, yeah. expand in that sense and kind of make it a more communal and educational company. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know there's a lot of times people will be like, oh, like kind of how do women not be attacked? And you're like, well, why do we not try and prevent the attacks? You know, and not like how many things do I have to carry? But stopping people. Yeah, and I'm a huge advocate for that as well. Yeah. Having the sanctions in place for the perpetrators, you know, make them aware what sanctions they will have to undergo if they even attempt something like this rather than you know us having to equip ourselves like I completely agree and that's what I want to steer away from but it is a starting point and help a woman feel safe yeah men, of, course. of course yeah I think it's kind of establishing that safety and then you almost like go for the yes. bad guys ones. <laughs> of course it should never be that anyone like necessarily needs the products but they're there if you yeah. feel that you might want to carry them for reassurance or something like that yeah because there's times and I think it's a whole kind of oh, you never think it's going to happen to you and 
like maybe this is just unrelated, but we were down in Dublin like last year. There was a big group of us. I was going from someone's room down to my room. I didn't think anything of it. We like we were in a nice hotel. I was like, right, good night. I'm way back to my room. My boyfriend was in the room, literally going down from like one floor to the next, getting the lift. Mm-hmm. And you know the whole like getting the lift and there's someone getting in after me and it's like, oh, well, I shouldn't press my button because then he'll know what floor. Yeah. But I'm he just wearing. Yeah. And like I I got in and but then COVID times and I was like, it's so we weird. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, come on in. I don't mind. And then he got off of the same floor as me. And I was like, right, mm-hmm. need to let this boy go first because I don't know him. He did that. But then he held the door open for me and I was like, okay do you know maybe it's just nice like but then he came around he went the exact same way as me to my room and I was like this is a little bit strange but it, it could be a complete coincidence but yeah. still like pure half run into my room yeah. and get in the room and I'm like panicking at this point and because I didn't want to like I can do anything do you know what I mean but like I was fine got in my room locked the door all completely fine and then I was looking out the wee hole because I was like, he'll just have walked past and it'll be fine. So I'm just being silly. And then he walked back a wee minute later and walked past my room again. And I was like, Matthew, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Like we were in a nice hotel. I don't know what would have happened. And it's, do you know, it's almost if you have that little thing mm-hmm. on you, you're like, I can defend myself. Of course, or you can attract attention, you know. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be the way, but like you say, like I'm sure almost every woman you know, woman specifically, I'm not saying it doesn't happen yeah. to men because of course it does, but I'm speaking from a woman's perspective and so are you. So it's like almost everyone you know has probably experienced something yeah. similar, if not less or worse than that. And it's it's terrifying. And I'm so sorry you had to go through something oh, no, no, like, like You had the fear put in you and it's not nice. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it's funny, do you know, like you do everything right. Do you know, you do all the wee little things. And I'm like, I know my boyfriend's in our room, like metres away. There's this boy that is right behind me. And I'm like, you're going as quick as I can. And then, but you don't want to look like a weirdo in case he is just walking past you. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. oh, the stress. But yes, I love, I love your products. And I'm such a big mm-hmm. advocate for them because it, it is the little things. Like you don't, you don't expect a family holiday. like to. No, cheekers, no, definitely not. So strange. But do you know, it's almost one of those things and I'm like, oh, I'm just being silly. And then I'm like, you're not, you know. And then I'm like, why did he walk past my room again? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So what would an average day look like for you then? Do you do this full time or is this just like a wee side hustle as you build it up? So at the minute, I would say it is like a side hustle because I am a full time student doing a degree in occupational therapy. So an average day for me, you know, a weekday anyway, would look like waking up, getting the train to uni, doing all my bits out there for maybe like four or five hours, coming back, um, updating social media posts, checking orders, packing orders, getting them out. And then, of course, then if I do have any placement or anything to do, you know, I would fit, fit that in my daily schedule as well. You know, I would eat dinner and stuff in between times. Yeah. but. <laughs> It is. It's kind of full on. Like the since launching in October, like that's been every day for me. It's like amazing. I've not really had a break, but I'm kind of glad. People always say like this hustle culture and stuff like that, but it's like if you're able for it, I think like why not? Yeah, like if it's yeah. not your thing, then just take it easy. But like me personally, I'd love to be busy. So it's not actually taking a lot out of me to do this. It's something yeah. I'm so passionate about that that would be a day to day routine for me anyway. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, I 100% like some people want to like do nine to five, finish work. That's it. Relax. Yeah. But I'm like, I love being busy. I'm yeah. almost like if I don't have something to do after work, I'm like, oh, 
what like I know what am I, to do? I can't edit anything you know of course so, yeah, and like not. it's not for everyone and I get that but like for me and you I suppose you know I kind of thrive off it the way yeah. you would you know it's nice so Zara what would be your proudest achievement so far like I know you as you said you only started in October but you've done yeah. so much and already released so many products and more in the works as well my proudest achievement so far, it's not really like business related in terms of like profit margins or like selling out. Well, we, we have sold out and that was a proud moment for yeah. me. Like our biggest stock order yet, we did sell out and had to do pre-orders. Um, but definitely the proudest moment would be being invited back to my secondary school, they speak. Oh, wow. And yeah, I know. So that's actually happening this Friday. And then also being invited to speak at my university to a business class. They would be my proudest moments because I can show people, you know, that are the, the same as me, like yeah. students, whether they're younger or older than me, that they can do whatever they want. Like they can do their dream alongside an education. Like it's not impossible. So they would be my biggest achievement so far. That is amazing. And especially as you've been going like last last year, it was absolutely yeah. incredible. You should be so, so proud of yourself. Thank you. So do you have any idea where you would like to be in the future? Do you know, like five years time, like what would be the big dream? Obviously kind of product wise, but also more community wise. Like as you say, you want to build up this big community and whether it's doing like workshops or just like training and things like that. The big dream for me is targeting education. Now, that's like a long-term goal. So as a long-term goal, I would want to like kind of get in with education programs. You know, there's a lot of really good authors now that I met through a networking program there for small businesses in Northern Ireland. Amazing. Um, the lady's name I should have wrote down because it would have been great to mention her now, but I'm sure somebody out there knows who she is, <laughs> but she does books based on consent for children as young as primary school. So it's like teaching that, for example, whenever you're younger, if your parent would say, you know, go give your uncle a hug, go give daddy's friend a hug or go give someone a hug. It's teaching parents, you know, that maybe isn't the right way to go about it because that child maybe feels uncomfortable, may grow up and think, I didn't want to give such and such a hug when I was younger. That girl doesn't want to hug me, but I'm going to go and do it anyway. You know, it's kind of, it's like an unconscious bias. It's kind of put into children from a very young age. And I feel that targeting education for children of that age is such a major factor in preventing sexual harassment, you know, consensual mishaps happening in the future. So that is a long-term goal for the CFR is getting into education systems. That lady that I'm speaking about actually writes books that are being put into primary schools. But if there was some type of educational program Um, that could be embedded under the systems here in Northern Ireland and the greater UK, I think it would make a massive difference, you know, in preventing such crimes. But a short-term goal, a a dream that I'm kind of working on at the minute is creating classes for the communities in Northern Ireland, um, self-defense classes. So um, it's kind of teaching women and men alike, trying our very hardest to get people in the majority of the counties around Northern Ireland, hopefully having them free of charge. Now, this is still a dream in the making, but it is a shorter term goal than the longer education goal. That's so exciting. I know there are some self-defense classes, but Mm because I know I looked at them before and it's a purely kind of, I should do this. I'll hopefully never need, but if something happens, and you're like what are you supposed to do yeah no definitely and it's kind of adding on the aspect that you know maybe like miss out your spin class one day a week and do this instead or you know because it is free and you might benefit from it someday and it is a form of exercise you know like learning these things through crab mcgann stuff like that so it's hopefully in the pipeline and of course then the new product launch my overall dream is just to help girls and men feel safe out there do you know what I mean it's there's a fire in my belly for that and anything that comes along with it is just going to be a plus I think I love that and I love that you do want to start 
when they're younger, which sadly almost needs to be done. And I wish it didn't. But it also means then you could slowly kind of get kids as they all start to grow up. Do they know it? And things like consent and they like almost will maybe stand up for themselves a bit more. Do you know if somebody is being slightly inappropriate, they'll be like, no, I'm not for this. But do you know, kind of as a young girl, you're you're just supposed to take it. You know, it's the whole kind of like if a boy is mean to you, then he likes you. Yeah, and it should be. Yeah, it's it's targeting that to get rid of that, you know, and it is possible. I think anyway, that's my personal opinion, but I think that the right things just to be put in place. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it, it sounds amazing, honestly, truly amazing. And it's so exciting. Like, I love that you've massive goals, but I'm like, yeah, like she'll do it. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Set your goals, Maggie. You can achieve them if you your mind. That's what I think. No, Fingers absolutely. crossed, anyway. <laughs> What would have been kind of the biggest challenge that you face so far? Like I know, as you said at the start, some of your products can be a little bit controversial. So tell us a wee bit about that and kind of the struggles that you face with it. I think whenever our first TikTok went viral, I think whenever it had like over a million views, you know, wow. you get, and it, it was purely from like the drink, hashtag drink spiking. That was the hashtag that it went viral on. Um, so you're obviously going to have a lot of different people searching that hashtag, whether it be, God forbid, someone who's intending to spike someone yeah. else or if it's someone who's looking for tips on how to stop it or something like that. But we had comments from all walks of life and it was really difficult to see the negative ones. I had to kind of reprogram my being to think, right, this isn't targeted at me personally. This yeah. is someone's misogynistic behaviors and comments coming out behind the screen, a keyboard warrior, you know what I mean? kind of tough being told like I'm the problem with women for providing these things and you know but like there was other things then and the real drastic end of it being like that that wasn't the worst so it was kind of like people who would say women deserve to be spiked really terrible terrible but you know it's coming from a real place of hatred and God knows who this person is and what has happened to them behind the screen you know I just felt sorry for them in the end but that was a huge thing for me personally because fair enough I've always kind of been active in social media but like to that extent where you've had thousands of opinions thrown at you at once it was hard to take but aside from that another struggle was probably running out of stock um like selling out (laughs) yeah it's a good struggle but it was like oh my goodness if I don't have this in time no one's going to want it I'm going to find somewhere else that does it and I just had to kind of remind myself that it's my business at the end of the day like if if they want to buy from me then they can and if they don't then that's fine you know I had to really remind myself of the message behind it rather than from a sales perspective really well one I'm so sorry that you had all these horrible horrible comments and (laughs) they don't face me now (laughs) It must have been so almost disheartening, you know, whenever you're starting and then all these yeah. random people are giving you the most random abuse and you're like, I'm just, yeah. I'm, like, I'm doing a good thing here. So why are you so angry? And they were taken away from that. They were like, you're making profit from this. And I was like coming back being like, I can assure you, if you see my profit margins, you would be shocked <laughs> in a good way in terms of I'm really not making the amount that they think I am. And yeah. it's crazy. Like, oh, It's mad, but it's so good what you do. And it's so good that you continue to kind of almost be the whole like female empowerment thing, because there are, there's there's a few businesses like one is my absolute favorite is Sophie McAween Ceramics I don't know if you've heard of her yes uh-huh. I've seen her on your page before oh yes I love her stuff obviously she does ceramics and um, but the whole kind of female empowerment and would be like would get some abuse of people who don't get it or they're like this is weird yeah. and you're like well no like women like it and more women feel like they need it so why mm-hmm. it's not like it's not to say my fault that I feel like I need this do you know it's no. like your fault or society's fault obviously not your fault Zara, but do you know what I mean yeah. it's no, I know what you, you know it's yeah it's kind of like thing. if you've nothing nice to say don't say it at all do yeah. you know what I mean we're all here trying our best I mean there's few and far between very malicious people that are going to go out there and kind of 
create a business for all the wrong reasons well I don't want really to speak too soon like for all the people out there but just be nice just yeah. be kind accept that everyone's different really and people have different wants and needs I know and you see some of the videos of people they come up with it all the time on my TikTok and it's kind of almost mm-hmm. showing how easy it is to like spike someone's drink not mm-hmm. in like a a how-to tutorial but like a this is how easy you need to be really yeah. careful and people are like I don't even see him like drop tablets and he's like I've just drugged you like five times and you don't like yeah. watching him do it and you're like I still don't even see it it's madness it's crazy like it really is and I really feel like it's like a pandemic or like an epidemic on its own this whole drink spiking thing yeah. it's crazy like I'm sure you know people if you haven't been spiked yourself do you know what I mean that have been and it's it's terrifying yeah, it really is. like I was out the other night and like it wasn't a big mad one or anything. We literally out for a few drinks, but my yeah. boyfriend was picking me up outside and a bouncer brought these two girls out and I was like half 11, like mm-hmm. outside limelight. And I was like, these girls have just started their night and they've had to be brought out. And the bouncer was like, like what were you drinking? When did you last drink? Have you done this? And I was like, she's just started her night and she's, you know, she's been spiked and she's completely gone. Like it's, it's crazy. Insane. Something I'm a big advocate for too is, you know, education for staff in terms of that because I remember like whenever I first started going out like 18 like you'd see girls just being like thrown out of clubs and stuff and they were like maybe it, it probably still does happen I think there's a bit more awareness on it now but they were just thrown out and it was like they could have been spiked and taken by anyone or whatever yeah. and I'm speaking from someone who doesn't work in a bar or club but it's like I feel like people should be trained on it yeah. you know what I mean I was in Lavery's not that long ago, a bar in Belfast, and they actually have signs and posters up telling people that there's like a safe space for them that they can go and like speak to stuff. It was amazing. I was like, imagine if every bar had that and someone that was able to like test your drink or see how you were feeling. Do you know what I mean? I know some places do. I don't remember the name. The only one I can remember is like an angel shot. Do you know when then you go up to the bar and it's like, yeah, do you know like code? So whether like, I don't remember what it means, but one of them is like, basically there's this creepy guy like please help but one of them's like I need to get out of here like one that call the police you know but you're just yeah. like oh can I have this shot and then the bartender's like yeah dead on or do you know like you quote certain I think some toilets have it like certain girls names whatever you go up to the bar you know so there are some but um, imagine it was universal like yeah. in Northern Ireland or like the Republic how good would that be? like how much safer would you feel if you knew that you could rely on the staff yeah do you know what I mean because there's so many times, like, do you know if, say, a girl gets, like, groped in a night out and then we'll kick mm-hmm. off and the bouncer then will, like, almost go for her and you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, this is defence. Like, it's not, like, she's Worse. not just kicking off. I know. It's mad. Like, it's definitely a lot better because, like, the the one I saw the other day, she, like, the bouncer was a girl and she was, do you know, almost immediately got it and was, like, trying to call yeah. a taxi, went to get her coat, like, was so good. But I was like, I know, even myself, like, I'm not a mad drinker. But yeah. I knew there was once when I was kicked out. And I was like, all of a sudden, like, sick. And I'm not really a boker. Do you know what? Yeah. And then you look back and you're like, what's something you slipped in? Yeah. But then I'm just thrown out, like, outside Alibi or outside wherever it was. Do you know? And then you're like, with no mates. And you're like, well, how am I supposed to get home? And I know. It, at the time, you're like, oh, well, this is just whatever. But then you're like, that's not okay. Like, you yeah, can't do that. Right. It's really not. Like, and it's far too common. I mean, maybe not as common as it was, but like, yeah. Still is quite common. I, know, I don't mean to be like pure, like on my woo stories. Like I'm completely no, but fine. Like everyone, but every woman has one. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm really sure. Like from the people I've interviewed and spoken to and done my research with, like it's all too common. Anything I can do to help, I'm here. <laughs> I love that. And I can't wait to see everything that you do in the future. Like you're already doing absolutely amazing work. So it's so Thank nice you. to see. 
Um, so nice to hear someone actually say it. It's really nice. So thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm so glad. So sorry, just to wrap up, last one. What is yeah. your favorite local business? Oh my goodness. I actually have so many. Someone I find myself like inspired by a lot recently. Yeah. Is her Instagram handle is D Louise McKee, I think. And okay. she owns a leggings company. I raise, you call it. Okay. I'm nearly 100, yeah, nearly 100% shares. I raise. I know her from like, she is so inspiring her personal account. She's just like a ray of sunshine and oh, her, her leggings, they're so empowering. Like she, she does photo shoots with like local girls and like she just makes them feel worthy, I suppose. Yeah. And like the way they should feel. And like her outlook on business as well is amazing. Like she really is out there trying to help and she's just confident and I don't know, ju- ju- just something I feel like I I want to end up not being myself, but you know what I yeah. mean? Like she's an inspiration for me for sure. That's very sweet. There's actually a really unique one from Derry okay. and it's called Very Clever. They, they actually have their own wee shop and stuff now in Derry, but Amazing. it's like cards with like local slogans on it. And they've actually blown up recently and they're really, really cool. Like there's a local celebrity we have called Mickey Doherty. He is kind of like the local entertainer and they have him all over their cards. It's all like cartoonized. And it's really like, if you want to laugh, I'm sure I know you're not from Derry, but you probably go on and get some of the jokes yeah. that they put on their cards. But definitely they are great. They're a great local business that if you want to laugh, I mean, I know a lot of businesses are quite serious these days, yeah. but them guys are doing it and like they're, they have a great sense of humour. They're amazing. Amazing. I'll need to go and have a little nosy and go for a little giggle. Um, yes. Do they do anything like Dairy Girls wise? I'm sure they do, but. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They actually do loads. There's these like ladies' pants with like local slogans on them and stuff. It's not just cards, it's yeah. just like you know, like all kind of giftware and stuff as well. Um, but they are hilarious and they're great. That's so silly. <laughs> well, Zara, it was so so lovely to chat to you today. Thank you so much for coming to my podcast. As you know, like I'm a huge advocate for everything that you stand for and that you're working towards and just love your products. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. It's great to be able to talk to someone who is as passionate about it as I am. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Zara is so sweet. And if you want to go and check out her products, I highly recommend you do. And she has new products coming very soon and I'm so excited for them. But all her links will be, of course, in the description. So do go over, have a little newsy and even just give her a follow to get some useful self-defense tips and kind of female empowerment and just kind of general empowerment just to boost your confidence a wee bit she is such a great resource and of course all links for the podcast and everything is in the description as well and if you enjoyed this episode do please go over to spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you listen leave us a little rating and review it would mean the world to me and i'll be back next week with a brand new episode